How's it going, everybody? We're back with episode 10 of the LSM podcast. And today I want to get back into Black Lives Matter talk. I want to get back into why I tied it into China and being afraid of China if a civil war breaks out. I mean, obviously, that's a kind of an obvious thing. If civil war breaks out, it should strike you as scary because of the threat that China poses on the free world. So let's just get into it. I want to talk about the Black Lives Matter organization itself. Uh, Today, I posted on my Instagram a video, which you guys can go find and watch for yourself. You can either watch the video that I posted, which had somebody commentating over it, or you can just find the video of the conversation. I don't know who the other guy is. I'm not sure who the other guy in the video is. But the person being asked questions is a co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement. And she gets asked a question about what the ideals, what's the ideology of the Black Lives Matter organization. And she then goes on to say that they are trained organizers and then immediately after says they are trained Marxists. That should be scary. Okay, that that should be concerning. At the very least, it should be concerning. To me, it's scary because of how kind of blindly people support it. I mean, we funded, you know, there was a there was like a what was it, like a GoFundMe or something. I don't, I don't know something of, along those lines of the Black Lives Matter organization. We were giving them money. We were giving. This is what the guy in the video that I posted on my uh, Instagram talks about. Later on in the video, he, he says, we were giving money to trained Marxists because these are the leaders of the organization. These aren't the, this, these aren't the leaders of the sentiment. OK, they're the leaders of the organization. I, I think uh, Colian Noir on the Joe Rogan podcast made a very good point that there is a difference between the sentiment and the organization. And this is the reason. However, However, they are obviously organizing at least some of the protests. Some of these protests are being organized by Marxists, by people who were in support of communism ideals. There's a, okay, on the political spectrum, because this is how it used to kind of be, this is how it used to be kind of thought about. On the political spectrum, the far left and the far right were this is how it used to be were essentially the same there was like a door when you went left when you went all the way far left there was a door that you could open up you went through it and the other side you came out far right it wasn't like you just get you just keep getting more and more far left no eventually you kind of come out on the other side and yeah and vice versa you know you step through the step to the far right door you come out on the far left you know it's just it's realistically the same thing especially in the terms of that you don't want either of those things you don't want them marxists on the ends of the spectrum okay you don't want it you need to look you need to study Karl marx okay you need to study what he talks about and you also need to realize the fact that these people are still in support of this of this ideology they're still in support how are we still in support of it? How have we not seen it rise up and fail every time, everywhere? And the countries where it's, these kinds of things are still going on are seen as the biggest threats across the world. North Korea, China. Just for just two quick examples. I think there's some... Uh, there's, there's some countries or pockets of Africa... They rise up and fail because they force people into doing things. It's not freedom. It's not freedom. Okay? And to be a Marxist in America is idiotic. You're... You you couldn't be further out of touch to be socialist or communist or... I mean, not socialist. I feel like there's a difference between some of the socialists nowadays and what it used to be. So I don't want to really say that. 
I think there's a big difference. You, you don't want to be a Marxist in America. Let, let, for now, let's just stick with that. You don't want to be Marxist. Let me tell you why. We have got, and it's a pretty simple answer. Americans are very free. We are very free. To think that you could ever pose, pose your, your communist ideals onto America is idiotic. To think that you could ever make Marxist ideals reach any sort of traction in America is idiotic. Because the rest of us, okay, we're, like I said yesterday, we are chilling. We are just chilling right now. And if you think that when your crazy-ass group of friends and your very small percentage of the population tries to force these ideals on us, that you're not going to get extreme retaliation. If you think that you will not get extreme retaliation, you are missing some nuts and bolts. You're missing something. We have been taught our whole lives the history of these ideals and what they mean and what happens to the people. Okay, concentration camps are a thing right now in these countries that are still following these ideals. They are a thing. They're not as bad as Nazi Germany's concentration camps. People aren't dying. They're not dying. Luckily. We're very lucky that they're not dying. But there are internment camps in China. And I will go into that later. Because that's a story that I feel like, at least for me, it slipped, it slipped under my radar. It slipped under my radar. And I feel like it probably slipped under a lot of people's radars. A lot of people missed, missed that story. But we'll get into that later. That's why these places like Chaz are these people who live in who want to be a part of Chaz and support it are concerning. That's why they're concerning. Okay, cuz they didn't start Chaz because of some other thing other than Black Lives Matter. They started Chaz because that that movement began in, in in a big way across the country and across across the globe. That's when they decided to make the autonomous zone. And guess what they're doing? They're burning books, banning speech, banning art. These guys are the Marxists at work. To think that you're gonna separate from the best place to live on earth on earth we make mistakes we're not perfect nowhere is perfect unfortunately people will never be perfect so nowhere that you live is going to be but we are the closest thing to and that's not an argument I am sure that in other places around the world, there is maybe less racism. Maybe. I'm not even going to say that that's a fact. I would say that we're pretty close to one of the least racist places to live across the globe. Across the globe. Okay? That's not saying that we're perfect. That's not saying that we can't go further with it. That's not saying that we, can become, that we can't become less racist. Because we can. We absolutely can. It's the fact, and that just comes from the fact that the rules and regulations of the Civil Rights Act were put in place, but nothing was done to change the circumstances of the people who were being segregated and oppressed. There was nothing done to help them. They just put in civil rights, they just, they just enforced new laws and expected them to be able to come out of it. And that's not how it's happened. They haven't been able to come out of it. I mean, that's evident. That's evident. You look, at, you look at the poorest places around the country, the most dangerous places around the country. And that's not because of their skin color. It's not dangerous there because the predominant race is black. That's not why. 
Okay, it's dangerous because of poverty. Because what that does to people's minds. When you feel like you don't have another choice, you do certain things. And that's just straight up fact. Straight up. And the fact that Chaz is still going on, though. The systemic problem aside, the fact that this is still going on, this is still tolerated, is beyond me. I don't know what the safe end of Chaz is. I don't know what the safe end of it is. I don't know how we deal with what they're doing over there and put put an end to it with the loss of life being zero because I would love for the loss of life to be zero and for that to be put to a stop but I don't think that's going to be the case I don't think so they're walking around the streets with assault rifles they mean business you don't put a gun in your hand if you don't mean business because as soon as that gun gets in your hands I, you should be different you should feel a type of way and if you're willing to keep it in your hands that says something to me that says something. it says that you mean business And these people pose a threat to our country that's not even directly related to them. It's kind of indirectly related to them. Because if they... Because that, that's, that's the... Uh, that right there is the center of something that could spread, could get bigger, and cause concern for a real civil war. Right there is going to be the center. Chaz will be the center of it. Where else, you know? Where else would Civil War break out? Nowhere. Right there. That's the place. Because if that happens, that will be, like I said, the center. I don't think that we can ignore that because of China. Because of North Korea. Who posed the biggest threat to them? We are the biggest threat. And anybody, any major power that backs us is the biggest threat to them. And if we break out in civil war, I do not feel that they would pass up on the opportunity to put an end to us. I don't feel like they would pass up on that opportunity. And many people agree. To me, that's the opportunity. If I was them, I would go. They are at odds with each other. It is time. If we see in the future, there's no way around them. It is time. If I was them. I'm not them. (laughs) Obviously. But if I was, a civil war would be the time. And what does that spell for the world? If civil war breaks out here... Okay, I'm sure the rest of the world is concerned as well. Because I doubt, I doubt other countries are just going to let China shit on us. Which, I mean, they wouldn't, first of all, they fucking wouldn't. But I doubt other countries are going to let China just attack us outright. They're going to stand up too. They're going to stand up to it. Because they are the biggest threat to other free nations around the world the free world as a whole they are the biggest threat as well as North Korea and other places that have those ideals set in place as the foundation for their governments so that spells world war in my and that's the biggest that's the so all this talk of world war earlier with Iran Compares nothing. Compares nothing. In a, in a rational mind, Iran compares nothing. 
I didn't. I don't think people actually thought we were going to break out into world war. Obviously, whenever an attack happens on a country uh, of that scale, yes, it's obviously always a possibility. Because people have allies. Countries have allies. And if that country was retaliated, the allies would come with. But an attack on us, on the, an attack on the United States of America, would most certainly spell world war. We are at the epicenter of freedom in the world, okay? Other countries would gladly trade places with you fighting for fighting against police brutality other countries gladly trade places you want our problems here we'll take your problem and we'll probably just shut up probably just shut the movement up and just keep chilling because we're alive that's what other countries would say because we get to be alive and free and we gotta we gotta realize what we got I think I think a lot of people have lost sight of the gratitude for living in the United States and I could be wrong about that I don't that's not coming from any sort of factual basis I just want to state that while I'm making this while I'm stating this opinion but it seems like people have lost gratefulness for, for the place that they live our biggest problem is police brutality and it compares nothing to police brutality in other places around the world it compares nothing that's our biggest problem right now. Well, that might, that might not be the biggest problem, but that's the that's the problem that lies at our feet that we're dealing with currently. I think we're doing great, guys. And I think this change, if executed correctly, is very necessary. Now, I want to get into something else. So, defunding the police has for us in Massachusetts reached close to home there is a lot of talks of defunding the Boston police and my only concern because obviously without this concern defunding the police and reallocating the the money from the police to other places in the community to provide better opportunity for the kids coming up in that community and the homeless and the people who are hungry yes that is objectively a good thing if if and this is the only thing that strikes me as a concern with defunding the police and moving money to these other areas of the community that need it is crime that's my only concern because we can't predict the future and i had a conversation with somebody on twitter which i know is the absolute worst way to have a conversation because nobody listens to you on twitter nobody reads what you're saying they have their point and they're sticking to it and they're trying to load up the bullet and shoot you down. But the biggest concern is crime. If anything happens, say we remove too much funding and then it ends up that police officers, uh, less police officers are hired and some of them are, are, are cut off. Or the budget cuts are too much. We need to cut some. We need to cut some police officers. Like what happens to teachers right now, which is admittedly a problem. But in terms of human human safety in the lives of the people, that could pose a threat if that happens. I don't think that that they're gonna that the governments, of any state government or any uh, any mayor or anything like that, is gonna be dumb enough to remove that much money. But we've never done this before. Okay, we've never run this experiment. Everything that we do in this country is setting is is standing on new grounds. Every time we make a change, we're on new ground of freedom, of equality. Every time. You guys got to understand that. So everything we do is a risk. Everything. Everything that we do is a risk. Well, not everything. A lot of things that we do is a risk. Because a lot of things that we do are experiments that we we do our best to predict how they're going to work based upon based upon facts and, and, and statistics. But we don't know. 
We don't know how it's going to work out. We don't know the number of the 14 of the 414 million dollars given to the Boston Police Departments. We don't know how much of that is going to be taken away, and I will agree that 414 million dollars sounds outrageous. That's how it sounds. I don't know how they're spending their money. I don't know where most of their money is going. I do know that that most of the $414 million budget is not going towards militarizing the police. I, I, I Obviously, they're not riding around in tanks. They're riding around in police cars. And none of them are carrying assault rifles. I'm not sure where the where the budget money is going. I'm not sure. Maybe there's a way for me to find out. Please let me know if there is. I would love to know where the money is going. I know that there was a... That the only statistic that I could find was that there was like $200,000 being put towards unnecessary weaponry. That is militarized weaponry. And that's out of $414 million. Okay, so where's the rest of that money going? I don't know, is the point. I don't know. And what happens when you take away, let's say they take away $100 million. What happens? What happens? Let's say they take away just $50 million. What happens? We don't know. We got to stop pretending like we know. And we got to understand that this is going to be a very slow thing. And people being outraged on Twitter isn't getting anywhere. Because I had the one conversation I had, the person was swearing at me, doing all this unnecessary crap, and I was agreeing with him. I was like, yes, I agree that this seems outrageous. This seems like too much money. This seems like too much money to be giving to people who don't do a good job protecting people as it is. But what does taking money away from them cause? We don't know. think that there's got to be some other considerations if you want to solve police brutality there's got to be some other considerations and my personal feelings no 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 i don't want to say feelings it's not feelings it's opinion my personal opinion on the situation is that if the government has money to give us a stimulus check and to give corporations trillions of dollars, why can't they give trillions of dollars out to the areas of the country that need it most? Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, Atlanta. All these places that are scary to be in some places of New York, some areas of Boston. Why aren't these people receiving money? Why not? It seems suspicious to me. And I think everyone can agree. It seems a little suspicious that you can all of a sudden hand out trillions of dollars during a pandemic but there was there has been a pandemic of poverty in this country for a long time and it's it's, got, it's pockets of poverty that are really bad you couldn't that's a pandemic you couldn't help them that's not a pandemic that's not the right word but you know you know what i mean you know why i'm making that comparison why can't you help them i think that's a problem and it needs to be addressed and we need an answer on that but i don't think they have an answer I don't think they have an answer for that question. Because there's no excuse. There is no excuse. Okay. I think I've said what I needed to say when I was talking. I, I, I just didn't say it yesterday when I was talking about Black Lives Matter. I was I was happy to be back. You know, I was talking about a lot of things and I had a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. And I like to keep this podcast an hour long because a lot of people that watch this are young and to be honest, I know that us young people have got better things to do than sit around and listen to a podcast 
for more than an hour. But I want to talk about this uh, this thing in China. I was talking about concentration camps, internment camps. They're going on in China, okay? They're not as bad as what was going on in Nazi Germany. Nobody, not no people aren't dying from what we understand, but people are involuntarily put into these concentration camps, and China claims the camps are for voluntary re-education and vocational training. And I say, what is the truth behind that claim? Because we know off the bat, China lies a lot and has a history of lying to the world. China also has a massive communist party that is currently in charge and will be in charge until the current leader dies. And history shows that internment camps are very much in the wheelhouse of communists. It's in the wheelhouse. Like I said earlier, that doorway that's on the spectrum, that's on the far left, that doorway, that's where the spectrum ends. You just see the end of the spectrum. No, 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 there's a door there. And that leads to the far right. Okay, this is very much in the wheelhouse of communists. Very much. So, then it comes down to, okay, so we know China lies a lot, we know they're communist, and we know that it's in the real house to do these sorts of things, and they're saying that it's not true. So what's the proof? You got two sides of a story, what's the proof? What side of the story is proven? There is documents that have been called the China Cables, which is classified Chinese government documents that confirmed that the internment camps are not voluntary at all and used to dismantle the people who are in the internment camps, which are people who follow the Muslim religion. And they are called Uyghurs, I think. I think they're called Uyghurs. It's, uh, it's spelled U-I-G-H-U-R-S. And what they're doing there is they're sort of stripping them of their Muslim belief system. They're trying to take the wax off of the Muslim belief system that they have and forcing them to stay in the camps until their political ideals fit the Communist Party. That's what they're doing there. They, 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 they take tests that they get graded on and you can't leave until your test grades are good or some something crazy they're not they're the only thing that i can say is voluntary is going there that's the only thing i can say is voluntary or that we don't have proof is involuntary we don't have proof and there's one million of these people there by the way one million uyghurs there so what they're doing is they're trying to remap their political views to support the communist party and when and I want to also state that the story is not new. This is not new. This has been something uh, researched since 2017 by the journalists and reporters of our country. And when asked about it, when the China Cable document surfaced, when asked about it, the Chinese government said that they were a fabrication which is not true. I, I shouldn't say it's not true. But for a while, the Chinese government wasn't even admitting that these internment camps existed. But now we have proof that they do exist. They do exist. There is no, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the government is saying or used to say, the Chinese government used to say, that they didn't exist at all. So they were lying about that. And right then and there, I, everything, anything that they say loses all credibility. They've already lied about this specific topic. You know, you got to give them a chance to tell the truth, even if they have a history of lying. But you got to, they had a chance, and they lied about it. So to me, 
Now, everything else they say about this has to be taken with a grain of salt. And you got to trust the people that you know you can trust, which is, the, is, which is your journalists and your reporters from the U.S. And they're actually, they were contradicting themselves, the Chinese government, different members of the Chinese government were contradicting the statement that it's a fabrication. They were saying, okay, it's real, but your reports are, are the problem. Your reports are fake. You're just making up stuff. And it's like, I don't think so. What is the appointment? What is the point of an internment camp? They, they, you guys have internment camps where people are locked in there. They can't get out. It is your choice whether or not they get out. It is no longer voluntary. If you can't leave at a moment's notice whenever you want, it is no longer voluntary. So, if this doesn't ring bells for you as to why we should be really concerned about what about what China is trying to do over there. This seems eerily familiar. They're doing vocational training, but the people there are actually making products that are used. They're making a bunch of products that are getting sold and used by the country. Is that no and it's this slipped under my radar and i'm surprised that it slipped under my radar because it's big news man concentration camps are still a part of the world in other places but here is the biggest threat to the free world using them and that should be alarming because who was the last person that used internment camps and forced a religious group into them hitler hitler and now the chinese government is forcing muslims into them Muslims that live in their in in their country. You're you're forcing them in. That's a problem. This has already happened in history. Are you guys stupid enough to actually do this? The fact the fact that the Chinese government is stupid enough to actually pull this shit again, after everybody in the world knows about what happened in Nazi Germany. Everybody in the world knows. I bet you there's few places in the world that haven't heard of it. But I also bet that there are some. But any significant power in the world knows that what goes on at these concentration camps is not okay. And we can't have them again. Even if it's a better scenario than the last ones. We Come on, you, you, there's no argument for that these things should exist. No, there is none. This is alarming to me. This is What China is doing is alarming. And we can't trust them on anything. That's why you can't say, without a doubt, that this not that, that this virus did not come for the Wuhan Virological Center, the Center of Wuhan Viro- Virology, I think it's called. We, we, we got to be worried about. This is why I'm saying we got to be worried about the fact that a civil war could break out. This country is just waiting for its chance. They want to control the world. These places want the world to succumb to their ideals. That has been their history. Whenever these ideals come about, they want it to spread around the world. And we can't let it happen. We cannot put ourselves in a place of vulnerability. We can't. That's why this movement needs to stay a movement and the change needs to happen with the movement and I think a lot of people can agree the change needs to happen we just can't make ourselves vulnerable in the process that's why Chaz is so frightening to me because that will be the center that will be the center of bad things because they want to expand they want to push out the wall they wanted to they the, the wall that they have made around the autonomous zone they want it to go out out further they want to include more area into their autonomous zone i don't know how we haven't put the kibosh on this yet this should have been over this should have started and we should have been there nope no no if If we separate now, okay, 
and as a as a nation which we really already have it's red versus blue already all the time y'all gotta understand that just because you are on the left doesn't mean that the right is completely unnecessary and, and that people on the right are are terrible people and if you're on the right just because there's people on the left that doesn't mean that they're terrible people you guys need each other the political system was set up so that they needed each other so that they would get checked and balanced at every step of the way in the government we set up other stages of the government to check other places other the, all the other stages of the government that's how our system works you got three places that check each other and even within the legislative branch you guys check each other you need each other you got to have somebody there to check you when you're wrong that's why I had a problem with doing the podcast. I'm going to stick it out though. You know? I know I know it's 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 still it's still on my mind that there's no one here to check me. But but you guys need to stop acting like the other side is the enemy. They're not the enemy. You're there so that when things get unbalanced, they rebalance. You're like... You don't exist without each other. That's how it's always worked. You can't just have the Republican Party and call it a day. If, if we want to keep this two-party system and... We, we don't want any other parties to... We, we stop other parties from rising up. Nobody gives them any sort of traction. Okay? And if we want this to work, we got to be kinder to each other. Especially in the political landscape. we got to be kinder. Because like it or not, whether you think your ideals are the way to go or not, you need the other person there for when you get out of line. Because we are humans and we are imperfect. And we will make mistakes. And we will go too far. It is not a question of if. It is a question of when. You got to have the other people there for when you go too far. Right now, in my mind, the left has gone too far. And the right needs to check them and and get them back in order. The left has, has, has lost its mind right now. And I don't want them to be seen as the leaders of the country for any amount of time yes i'm going to be voting for trump do i want to be no but it's like the last the last election there is no better choice you gotta just accept what it is there is no better choice the left has lost its mind guys they're going too far with things like i talked about yesterday in california they want to pass a bill that removes the Civil Rights Act, the civil rights laws from California. They want to expunge those and allow for discrimination based upon gender, race, and ethnicity to be allowed in California. Not just in schools like I talked about yesterday, but in other places. Okay, it's going to be legal to do those things. You're going to be able to... People, uh, companies are going to be able to fire you based on your race and there's nothing that you can say about it there's nothing that you can say do i think it's going to be used as a weapon against colored communities again no i don't i think it's going to go the other way just like everyone's been predicting that this shit is getting too far you're trying to turn the table They're trying, to, they're trying to flip the table to the other side and have and have the people not of color, let's just say white people, they want them oppressed, I feel like. I feel like that that's the purpose of that. So that you can just fire people up because they're white. Or Asian. Because apparently we're getting lumped into the same category now. That's too privileged. I feel like that that's the case. And to say that that that, that is not racist... 
because they've never been oppressed is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's not what racism... That, that, that's not the definition of racism. You People got to stop saying that. Racism is, is... Is discriminating against somebody based upon their race. Not whether or not they have been oppressed. Power was never put into it. Privilege was never put into it. We got to stop acting like it was because it never was. It was never about that. And I think right now they're trying to turn the tables over there in California to seem woke. This woke culture shit is so crazy. It's so crazy. And yesterday I said it was funny and it was funny. And sometimes it still is funny. There was a video. Dude, I shit you not. I shit you not. Today on Twitter, I saw this video of this black guy who got flipped off by some lady. And he said that she called him the N-word. But I don't know if that's true. However, I do believe that the lady flipped him off and cut him off. That's what they said. They said they were driving. He got cut off and she flipped him off. And then he followed her. He followed her home. This happened in my school once, if anybody remembers. He followed her home, okay? And confronted her at her house and doxed her on the video and then posted it on Twitter. And I <laughs> and I po- I posted about it. I go, "Wow." Cuz the lady was being the lady was being a total Karen and he was too. I go, wow, two Karens meet in the wild, never before, never before seen ever. Extraordinary, or I think I said incredible. Not even two minutes later, I think it fell within the first minute that I posted about it. The and it, I'm not saying that this is because I posted about it. I literally have like fucking 50 followers on Twitter. I have n- nothing, nothing. Obviously, I would like for it to be more, but I just have fun on Twitter. Most of the time. Engage in discussion. Not even probably a minute after I posted about it. The dude's video got deleted and he was banned from Twitter. I think it was just one of his first offenses. So it was only for a short. It's only going to be for like seven days or something. But he got banned for from Twitter like the first minute after I saw it and posted about it. People gotta chill you gotta you can't follow somebody home you can't follow a karen home you can't become the karen okay you gotta be the bigger person you gotta keep calm not be aggressive not act crazy use rational thinking and you didn't you followed her home and got your ass banned because you fucking doxxed her on Twitter and showed people her license plate and told her where she and told them where she lived. And she was screaming. She was screaming, crying, terrified. And he got banned, which is what should be happening when these people are getting mobbed on. We should be getting banned because other people get banned for having an opinion. Then you mob them. All you motherfuckers mobbing should be banned. If that person is getting banned for their opinion. it's it, It's got to stop. It's got to end. It's got to end. But let's, let's move on. Podcast is almost over. We're almost reaching an hour here. I got a couple more things I want to talk about. And I got a couple more. Because they're related to the problems going on right now. So Rhode Island is looking to change the official state name. And the official state name is like, you're like, oh, it's Rhode Island. Why? What's the problem with that? No, it's not the official state name. It's state of Rhode Island and Providence of Plantations. Okay? I personally do not care if they change this. I don't... I'm not going to take this kind of thing personally. Like, the Redskins name, not taking it personally don't really care and I don't even think that if you live there or if you're a fan of the Redskins or anything like that you should even take it personally I don't think it really matters it but I do think it's ridiculous 
Now, the problem with the name State of Rhode Island and Providence of Plantations is because the word plantations is apparently causing people uh, pain, emotional pain. God, dude, people are such pussies. I'm not, it's, let me read you the definition of plantation before you hear me call them pussies and you freak out. Plantation. This is the definition, guys. In a state on which crops such as coffee, sugar, and tobacco are cultivated by resident labor. By the way, before you lose your minds because you heard labor, resident labor just means people who live there. Okay, it doesn't say slave labor, doesn't say forced labor, resident labor. And the word plantation is causing people problems. It's causing people pain somehow. I will assure you that there are still plantations around the world. Yes, they tend to be called farms now. tend to be called farms but there is no issue with i don't find there to be any issue with the word plantation and if you do you got to reevaluate what you let affect you 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 shouldn't be taking offense to a word you guys the black community took offense to a word and then used it to bring themselves up. And I know you're not gonna, there's gonna be no situation where plantation gets used in that fashion. But the word's not going anywhere. You can't, people aren't gonna ban the word plantation. Like, a certain extent that people are gonna allow you to get rid of words, and this isn't gonna be one of them. And I, I, I don't understand. Why they're going to cave in on changing their state name. Do I care? No. Am I going to protest it? No. But this this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. You people are too sensitive. And you're doing it for... Personally, you're doing it for attention. But... Whatever. I, I just... It's just so crazy to me just so crazy how we let this go on how we let people continue to do these things there's no problem with the name the official name of Rhode Island there's no problem you guys just want to cause problems because your lives are too perfect they're too close to perfection and you just got something to complain about because realistically, you can get by in this country not doing very much. You don't got to work that hard to get by in this country. That's the beauty of it. You have, you mostly have freedom to do what you want. Mostly. You got to put in a little bit of work, but it's not enough for humans. It's not enough. You got to force yourself to work hard. You got to force it. My last job that I was working at was way too hard for my body. Way too hard. Did I complain about it once? Yeah, when I got home and I was sore and I would be like, oh, I'm sore. Did I get up the next day and go do the same fucking thing over and over again? Yes. I was a delivery guy for appliances like fridges. Okay. If you've ever met me, you know how fucking small I am. I'm not big i'm tall which made the job harder because of how skinny i am i'm skinny and tall i've got no muscle to me okay but i went there every day and worked my ass off and never complained once i don't think that most of the people in this country could do that i think a lot of people do but all the people fucking complaining about words couldn't you couldn't. You probably got life fucking hand fed to you. Because you're taking offense to a word. You had to... You Not only are you taking offense to a word. You had to go fucking find this complaint. You went and you searched for it. 
because you don't see state of Rhode Island and Providence of plantations without looking it up anymore. You don't see it. You're looking for complaints and it's fucking, it's, you got to induce some sort of struggle on yourself in some way. And it can be done in many ways and in ways that you wouldn't think of as struggle. You got to do it. You got to discipline yourself. Okay. Fuck. Fuck, man. There's a reason there's there. I think people are this goes into the next thing i want to talk about people paint trump to be the fucking worst person on the face of the planet to ever exist i will admit he is not a perfect person but he's not as hateful as to make him out to be i don't think he's very hateful i think he said some dumb things we all fucking have if you say that you haven't said some hateful shit you're a lunatic you are a lunatic. You got to make that mistake at least once in your life to know it's a mistake. So to pretend like you, you're a fucking angel is insane. That's why this cancel culture is ridiculous. Because people are pretending like they're angels and canceling others for making mistakes. Who, when they get called out, they admit it's a, it was a mistake I made when I, when I was younger. I don't know. I had to make the mistake to learn from it. We don't let people grow anymore. We expect them to be perfect straight out the gate. And it's ridiculous. Makes you so irritated. Nobody's going to be perfect, man. People are going to make mistakes. Trump is going to say some dumb shit. He's just a person. He's just a person. Just like you. Just like me. I make mistakes all the fucking time, man. All the time. And I, and I, and I rag on myself for it. I rag on myself all the time for it, man. You guys just don't get it. You just don't get it got to instill some discipline and struggle onto yourself because that's the way humans are supposed to live it's supposed to be scary to be alive you're supposed to be afraid of getting eaten by a fucking alligator but you're not or 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 a bear but you're not you have the ability to not be afraid of those things and you complain more than anybody who is still afraid of those things complains. They don't complain about it. That's just life. Life is scary. The fucking roof could fall in at any moment. I don't even know what's coming. You gotta dish out some, some perspective on yourself and get over it. Get over it. You saw the word plantation. If you just think rationally for a second you would understand okay and I'm so tired of people just not thinking rationally and then acting and and causing change for shit that it's totally unnecessary we don't need to be wasting time on it y'all are over there in Rhode Island are wasting time right now you're wasting precious time you're wasting it and people who who shit on Trump for being hateful and and dude these recent comments about the thing that he said about testing first of all if you listen to him say it and you see the way he says it he's making a joke i feel like i feel like his comments about him i think i think it actually was a joke because the next day he said the reason why he said that was because we have the highest numbers pretty much around the world right now and he says he says it's because we test the most that's what he believes I don't know if that's actually true. I would, wouldn't be surprised if it was true. I wouldn't be surprised. But he's saying because the world is concerned about why our numbers are so high. And he's saying it's because of the amount of testing we do. And he's worried that people are going to, other countries are going to bar us from entering them because of how high the numbers are here. And he's putting the blame on the amount of testing we're doing. And that's what he was doing. And he made a joke about it at the same time to lighten the mood. Because it worries him. And understandably so. I don't know if trade would be limited because of them wanting to bar people from entering the country that's that's from the United States. But he's just worried. That's 
why he made a joke. That's why people make jokes. Because they worry about shit and they think about some funny shit to make themselves laugh. People who, who, who say jokes can cause violence. No, they fucking can't. No, like, if you're, if, if you're mentally unstable, they can. And I think there's a lot of mentally unstable people in this country. Because if you hear a joke and you want to incite violence because of the joke you hear, what does that say about yourself? Because jokes are supposed to lighten the mood. What they do for me is reduce the tension. And if you're complaining about it saying jokes incite violence we gotta stop joking about these things these things aren't funny you are the problem you're the problem that you're talking about you're the violence that you're talking about cause I don't even know where the fuck you pull that out of I don't know what what statistic you get that you think that jokes cause violence but it's probably just you who thinks violently about jokes who thinks violently about life who gets violent when you hear shit that you don't like. You've, you can't you have lost your minds. You've gone too far. Like I've been saying for the past two days. You you, you guys gotta go. You, you guys gotta go, man. We're, we're in, in ex, an experimental area right now. With what's going on. That... As a country, we've never experienced before. And maybe this is something that every country has gone through. Maybe. I would have to do some research on that. That's the first time I've thought about that. That's a good possibility. But, but we're surrounded by history books that tell us of where these things lead. And they don't lead to anywhere good. And we got to stop acting like they will. you got to stop acting like Marxists are going to lead you somewhere good. I don't... I, of course, I don't think the sentiment of Black Lives Matter is, is Marxist. I think they just want all lives to matter. Because when you say that, it's not true right now. It's not. Some people don't feel like it's true right now. And you got to understand. you got to feel for them. To anybody who says that their claims aren't valid... Y'all have no, you all have no heart, man. Y'all don't have a heart that beats for other people. You gotta find that heart. It makes life way better. Sure, shit becomes sad that you wouldn't expect to be sad. But you gotta find that heart. And I think it makes everybody better once you find that heart. But guys, that's gonna conclude episode 10 of the LSM podcast. Like I said yesterday, I'm really glad to be back. I'm glad to be sharing my opinions and I'm glad that I found a way to at least instill some kind of check system onto myself because I don't feel like I would do the podcast if I didn't find a way. And it's not perfect. And certainly sometimes I'm going to say some shit that I should have been checked on. And I probably would have changed my opinion in that moment. But I'd, I have too much love for doing this to, to not do it. I had to find something. I had to find some way. And before I talked about defunding today, I went out and I found somebody who who checked me. Unfortunately, I th- thought that he was missing the point that I was making. So I don't think it was a it was a useful conversation when I'm talking about defunding. The only thing I'm really worried about is crime that's it it should be everybody's worry when it's when we talk about defunding you should, that should be at least a thought that crosses your mind that gives you some concern because i think funding can go very well i think it has a possibility of going very well but we just don't know we just don't know what's going to happen and you can't pretend like you do know it's silly to think that you do know what's going to happen but anyways guys as always i love you Be safe and have a good rest of the day. And I will see you either tomorrow or the next day. We'll see. I don't know if there's going to be much else going on in the world right now to really talk about. And I don't like to keep repeating subjects. 
but I will if I have to. If new if new news comes up in the Black Lives Matter world, I'll talk about it. We all gotta go out and search up this Marxist thing. The the two of the leaders of the Black Lives Matter organization are Marxist, and y'all gotta know about it. Y'all gotta find that information. And if you want to go find it, it's posted on my Instagram right now, and you can see it anytime. You gotta look up Ellison Joshua, and you'll see it right there. Y'all have a good day. Love you.